0: Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Oh, Steve and Larson. Don't you
1: dare be sour. Clap for yourselves and feel the power. And all you people out there, you're watching, going in wrong with Steve Larson. (laughs) Hey, friendos, Steve here. (laughs) And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. I want to say thank you to all the friendos who joined us for the live stream tonight, the reactions uh, to SummerSlam. Uh, you know, no matter what happens in wrestling, it's always more fun regardless to watch it with friendos, to watch with yep. other people with friends. Uh, Correct. So, you know whether or not uh, SummerSlam had you into it, had you uh, scratching your head maybe. Hey, if you were with us, we had a blast. Thank you to everybody for hanging out with us, and especially thanks to the Enforcer. Uh, himself for hanging out yes. with us, uh, 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 the, the best third man in the business today. Absolutely, uh, absolutely. And uh, on top of that, a very special happy birthday to you, my friend. Oh, me? Uh, Thank you. You are somewhere between the years of forty-six and fifty-two, if I'm not mistaken. Sure. So sure, I, I, uh
3: you seems like you have a better clue than I do.
1: I mean, I know that there's a lot of ambiguity about uh, your actual age, even with you. Uh, yourself, so uh, yeah,
3: they didn't keep records where I was born, so very well. odd.
1: Very odd adds to the mythus mythos of Larson. Mythos, the mythology. So, yeah, so. Uh, so yeah, the lore, if you will. Uh, speaking of mythology and lore, we had some uh, some of that in the squared circle tonight. Um, an up and down night, to say the least. Uh, probably Got that p- right, punctuated uh, by two big returns, mm-hmm. one of which. Uh, was a bit more straightforward and, and to the point than the other. Brock Lesnar showed up at the end of the main event. Uh, Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Of course, the tribal chief, uh, not a surprise here, beat John Cena uh, mm-hmm. fair and square, clean as can be. Um, uh, however, uh, after that match, uh, Brock Lesnar, face apt, ponytail with beard, uh, comes yeah. out looking great. and uh, oh, he's in great fr- shape. Confronted the tribal chief, Paul Heyman, uh, uh, scurried away with Roman, and and he was crying. Paul Heyman was so clearly that's the next big monster for Roman yes. to face, given that there's nobody left on the roster at least until the draft happens uh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. him to take on. Yeah, it does seem like for the the perspective Roman storyline, they're just putting
3: you know huge obstacle after huge obstacle in front of him. And he's just mowing right through everybody. You yep. know, at first he needed help from the Usos. At this juncture, he's powered up enough that he could he could eat three AAs, including one from the top rope, and then still pin Cena absolutely clean. Uh, I would expect the result to be the same whenever he faces Lesnar, absolutely clean. Um, and then when uh, Roman faces The Rock at WrestleMania, absolutely clean. And then after that they should probably start the process of finding out, making the decision, who's going to beat Roman. And actually, that decision should be starting now so you can build that person up. You know, whether it's Big E cashing in, whether it's an opportunistic in, one he schedules in advance, or whoever it's going to be, you got to start learn, laying the
1: groundwork now so when that person beats Roman, it makes sense. Uh, my early pick on that, is uh is Matt Riddle or it's somebody maybe that hasn't even been signed yet because I feel like they'll just get to it when they get to it but if Riddle continues his trajectory the it's it could very well be him I mean my god um so let's talk about the other return because I thought the Reigns Cena match I do want to start off just on a positive note there Put were it. some good matches tonight Reigns yes. Cena was a good match Edge Rollins was a terrific match the Raw Women's Title, which changed hands, went to Charlotte. Was uh, a really spectacular match. Mm-hmm. Was good. Um, there was a lot of good. There was a lot of stuff to like. The moment that really sort of deflated the show for me, and I know you said this as well, so I yeah, guess I'll speak totally. for you. Yeah. Was um, the return of Becky Lynch? So, did you uh, think that'd be a moment that would that would elevate the show? You know, you would think it'd be a massive. Oh my God, this is great. Until you learn the details. So there's a bit of 4D chess at hand, seemingly, Larson, because uh, uh, we'll walk you through it. Bianca can 4D chess, you can call it false advertising. <laughs> you can call it bait and switch, or you can call it a genius at work. Um, so uh, Sasha Banks versus uh, Bianca Belair was a scheduled match tonight for the SmackDown Women's Championship. This match has been advertised. There were some rumors that this match was in jeopardy. Uh, we don't know what's going on. Something about Sasha not being around. Uh, don't want to speculate on that because it's not our place to do that. Um, however, uh, tonight, uh, prior to the match, well, prior to the match, Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura made an- had an entrance. So yeah. they apparently were just there. Uh, which was curious. And then they ran a video package outlining this Bianca versus Sasha match. And so uh, Bianca Beller comes out. She comes out first. And uh, and then uh, Sasha Banks doesn't come out. Instead, Carmella comes out. So she comes down there and we're so, all like. Hmm,
3: Gar- one second. Uh, Greg Hamilton announced that Sasha wasn't there. I mean, Correct. they made the announcement. Correct. After they ran
1: that two or three minute long package, hyping up the match, they had been advertising. For weeks, yes, yeah, correct. So, um, so yeah, he announces that she's not clear to compete. So uh, Carmella comes down. She gets in the ring with uh with Bianca, and Bianca gets on the microphone and says, uh, "Sasha might not happen tonight, but at some point, it's gonna happen." And then, does she say anything else before Becky's music? Kicks in. What happens? Uh, next? Let me, let, me check. Weird let me double check. So yeah, yeah.
3: Seeing. Bianca says, uh, "Yes, i won't be fighting Sasha tonight, but I'll take my uh, frustrations out on Carmella." Becky's music hits right as they're about to start the match. She's in in ring gear. She's ready to go. So you think, okay, triple threat. All right, this is their way to get the belt on Becky. Where it still, you know, protects Bianca. Carmella eats the pin. Not ideal, but okay, I get it. So the first thing Becky does is boot Carmella out of the ring. Uh, tosses her out of the ring and then tells K- Bianca, I'll be right back, throws Carmella into the ring steps. We don't see Carmella again. Yeah. So Becky gets back in the ring and her and Bianca have a face-to-face. Becky calls the mic and uh, she says, what do you say? Uh, the EST and the man blow the roof off this joint for the SmackDowns title. Bianca says, let's go. A forearm and a manhandle slam later. We have a new champion.
1: Well, hold on a second. You missed the handshake attempt at Becky and then she sucker punches uh, Bianca with the forearm, yeah. And then yeah. the manhandle slam, one, two, three. Uh, uh, and you know this is going to get a crowd pop because it's a title switch. It's Becky. It's Becky. Yeah. But it was so so. They spent all this time. They spent all this time. My camera's right here. Get this out of the way. They spent it's all this time been
3: since what December. They spent building up beyond
1: organically building up an in-house talent and one who, by the way, has everything. And she's learning even more on psychology and the ring telling stories and stuff with having these yeah. great matches with Bailey and Sasha Banks, right? And she's super over with the fans. It's super they've over. They've gone back out in the road and they're in front of fans. She's super over. Super over. So Becky returns and we, we in the lead up we were like okay yeah so what's the math on where's Becky gonna go well Seth is on Smackdown they're married so isn't that she's gonna be on Smackdown and we heard that she's gonna be on Smackdown so she's gonna be on Smackdown but then what are you gonna do with Bianca well, maybe they're gonna do something here and then they're gonna do something here and so like you have the biggest face in the company Becky Lynch make her triumphant return by sucker punching one of the biggest faces on the uptick the current SmackDown Women's Champion, who had the biggest WrestleMania moment this year, mm-hmm. the biggest Royal Rumble moment this year, mm-hmm. um, has just been on a killer streak, mm-hmm. and she gets sucker punched. What does this do for either of these women? I just don't get what this is supposed to do for either of them. So let's let's address the crowd. That would say because I, I always like to pick your brain about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Let's address the crowd that says, "Let it play out." Yeah. What possible story could they tell that would make that would elevate both of these characters here? So, uh, in, in, I can't remember who it was. A couple people brought up in
3: the, in the in our pre-show before we started our recap here. That if this is this is a story. At this juncture, Becky has become what she disliked on her ascent to the top. She's taking opportunities for other pe- from other people. Um, and, and she walked into SummerSlam, took an opportunity, and, 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 and beat Bianca with two moves after a sucker punch. Um, if, the, if that's the story, and they push hard on Becky being heel... And all leads to Bianca beating her. I could see that's that that could be an effective story. However, you have to go to enormous lengths <laughs> for for the crowd to boo Becky. Enormous lengths. It, they're not to
1: gonna do it. They're not gonna do it.
3: Nobody it's gonna wants be to do that. Insanely difficult for them to do. Um, that's the first caveat. Uh, I mean this this is this is really feels like an instance where. Becky agreed to come back. Vince says, "Let's have a moment where she wins a title," and that's the extent of the forethought, you know. Yeah, it just really screams of that of that moment, you know. And, and 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 if if they want to put the belt on Becky and just do it quickly, why boot Carmella from the match?
1: Carmella, you could have your cake right and eat it
3: too, right there. You could have the match. You could have Becky have that huge moment, and and you don't it, it, the losses that come. Uh, at the expense of Bianca who you've invested a ton of time in building up and it's been actually really successful. Now you know, her creative hasn't always been really good,
1: but can, she's great. She's gotten over. We can we can dumb it down a little bit. Maybe just maybe just maybe. So like this was just the moment that Vince wanted. You're right. You're totally right. There's a smacks of WrestleMania 9. That's exactly what it sounds like, right? Maybe the idea is okay, we know Bianca is going to be heading over to raw at the draft which is in two months right and so let's get our big summer slam moment becky takes a title says hey dta right somebody here who is this hollywood johnny p says uh Be- what if becky's like stone cold he wasn't a good or a bad guy but the the the, the, the parallel here is the other biggest babyface around that time I'd say probably Mankind, right? When Foley first won that WWE. Now imagine Foley wins that WWE title for the first time. The Butts and Seats line, DX helps him, Stone Cold helps him, right? Yeah. And then like the next night or something, right? Stone Cold comes back. Everybody loves Foley and he stuns Foley and and chumps him out and they they hand the title back over. Yeah, I'd get a crowd pop, but the people who were like, man, I was really behind Mankind. That guy organically had everybody on his side. It just sort of deflates you a little bit, you know? And who knows? Maybe it back does. then everybody would have loved it, but they wouldn't have done that. They never did anything like that back then, really. Not, not, like I not that, 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 that I think of recall. Not like I recall. So, like, maybe the idea is, well, Bianca's going to be heading to Raw, where she'll be a big star over there. On SmackDown, she'll call out Becky, say, oh, you gave me a sucker punch. And Becky will say, listen, I've been there. I've been around where I have been chumped out left and right, and it took me being turning into the man. And so, lesson learned, right? And so, maybe these two on SmackDown or Extreme Rules or something, they have a match, and you can keep them both faces. You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. they have a match, and it's a killer match. Bianca's on the verge of a KOD if Sasha's cleared at that point whatever her situation is she comes down interrupts the match and then bianca like splinters off into her own thing or ends up the next week or whatever yeah cuz yeah, like, it'd be the next later. week probably yeah yeah a going drop, to yeah. raw and she sort of quantum leaps out of the the feud and maybe everybody looks better and then her just mere presence on Raw, her, she comes out, it's a new thing it's a clean slate, she takes on Charlotte, maybe she beats Charlotte but I mean I don't like the odds of that happening either because you know, yeah, there's still the,
3: the, well, still the Nikki A.S.H. scenario there because Charlotte tonight decked in, in Thanos gear and if they're following that story from Infinity War to Endgame, of course Thanos gets the win at first and then the heroes have to come up with a plan involving time travel and all that stuff I don't know how they're going to do that with Nikki um, to ultimately uh, run it back and get the W. Aerostar signed, confirmed. Apparently. But here's another thing about this whole sequence is you had the Nakamura entrance. I like Nakamura. Didn't need it. That wasted two minutes. It was just you have confusing. That, it was very it confusing. Really was. I was like, does he have a match? Yeah. You have the whole video package hyping a match that's following next. You know damn well it's not going to happen. Why do that? That's another two minutes you could have saved. You have a Ms. TV segment later on that I'm sure was a sponsorship thing. Nonetheless, that I mean from a creative standpoint didn't need to be there. So that right there is saving about eight minutes off the show that you could dedicate to a real match. Oh, but Man, they I didn't like, want that though. I understand. I understand. But it's like a two prong thing. I don't like the idea of Bianca losing kind of period and it's worse than by how she lost. Yeah. And yeah. so if you can mitigate how bad that loss looks, by having a real match, then why don't you do it?
1: Yeah, because it's, it's for that. It's the Kofi Brock thing, which, by the way, you know, ignoring the obvious here, the optics on both those situations don't look terribly great, given WWE's history. Um, So. Yeah, dude, I don't know. I was I, I was really looking forward to Becky's return, you know? And it's yeah. like, I, I'm sure there's people out there like, oh, you guys just enjoy it because it's Becky and she's great. But, like, man, I've really grown. the As wrestling fans, don't we? Isn't, like, the point for us to get emotionally invested in the characters presented to us on the screen? And Bianca's story is a great one. And I've been invested in her story. And it's like... The second, let's say this is like an end of the second act moment where, oh, she gets, you know, uh, 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 taken out by what's supposed to be the heavy, the bad guy. But Becky's not a bad guy. That's why it's so confusing. You know, it's like the second act moment supposed to be the antagonist. Becky comes back and it's supposed to be this big moment. She's supposed to be the good guy, you know? Yeah. I don't know, man. This is and who knows if if plans had to be changed because of Sasha and this is the best they could come up with. I feel like it's, it's just, it's just a pattern. You know, the, the only reason I address the whole, Oh, wait and see it. How, how it plays out crowd is because you hear that a lot, but you know, I'm sorry. I, I hate to say this in WWE that rarely plays out. It rarely plays out because it's just, you know, like if you pay attention to history you know Vince does this stuff for the big pop. Go back to WrestleMania 9. That crowd did pop, yeah. by the way. But go back to that. He decided, no, I, I you know, I don't want to go with Britt. So we're going to go with Hogan. Hogan's assuring Brett that he's going to drop it to him at SummerSlam to build up Brett to actually make something out of him. There, how did that work out for the, uh, the crowd that says, oh, see how this plays out? Doesn't you work know? for me, brother. That's how it played out. Didn't work for me, brother. Another didn't work for me, brother, is evidently Goldberg uh taking a pin from Bobby Lashley instead they decided to tell the story that Goldberg's knee uh gave out and then uh and then the the, the ref just the ref stopped just stopped the match yeah the match yeah yeah so Lashley doesn't get that dub that win
3: on his resume mhm that pin you know yeah i mean i never saw Goldberg tapping out that wasn't going to happen
1: no uh uh-uh. uh no but no.
3: And I guess maybe he didn't want to lose to a spear or something. I don't know.
1: What was the last time? What was the last Goldberg match? Drew. Drew was that? Yeah, that Rumble. was a pin, probably wasn't it? Claymore. Yeah, yeah. It took like three, like three claymores. Yeah, and he, yeah. He pinned him. And then so there was that one. I don't mean to put you on the spot to test your Goldberg history. He beat the uh, fiend, but then he lost to Braun at Braun. Mania. Yeah. And Braun was and then Drew. Okay, a year prior. Yeah. Okay. Twenty twenty. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then and then at the end of that, Goldberg yelled at Lashley. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you. That's he's m- probably signed a Saudi Arabia match. I would imagine maybe with Bobby maybe. Lashley to to run that one back.
2: You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: Um, so uh, White Brownie says, Becky's post-match interview makes it seem like she's a hill. Hell, maybe. Maybe she's coming back as a bad guy and... Uh, you know, good luck with that. Maybe Bianca will get. Well, maybe Bianca will stay. Bianca will stare. Will stay on SmackDown, and they have plans uh, to to get the title back but on even, Bianca. Even that is a really odd
3: choice, you know, to be. You know, like with slightly different circumstances. it's different circumstances, but you have fans want to cheer when someone they like comes back. And we saw this <laughs> yeah. when Seth Rollins returned from injury. I know he was a heel when he got hurt. He came back and people wanted to cheer him because he's really good and he, he puts on good matches. Triple A. People were cheering when he came back. Mm-hmm. And they turned they turned they, they, they had him be a heel. Becky was a face when she left. And she comes back, she can be one of the top faces in the entire company. Yeah. And like just from a business perspective. Yeah. Why would why would you why would you turn her heel? <laughs> yeah,
1: and yeah, I know. Do, you, do they not um, understand
3: the upro the, the the uphill battle they have just to try to even make that possible, <laughs> and all the creative hurdles they have to successfully navigate
1: to make that happen? Dude, you know what it is? It's it's the, 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 the they they see like oh man, look at how great it's working out for Roman. Let's have Becky be a bad guy. It's like wait a second, no. The whole point of doing this with Roman is so you can eventually make him a really hot face because he wasn't before. And Becky was already there. She did it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. It was, it was, it, it fell flat for me. Hey, if, if people out there liked it, good on you. That's awesome. I, it fell flat for me. It, it deflated the hell out of me, to be honest with you. Yeah, it did. That, yeah. That, that whole segment
3: really did. Let's, let's just jump right into it. Uh the kickoff show match, Big E versus Baron Corbin. Once again, Baron Corbin clutching on to Big E's Money in the Bank briefcase. Really tight. Yes. Just really tight. Afraid that someone might try to take it for him from him uh anyways uh biggie he got the win, and uh he got his briefcase back here on the kickoff show uh he had a big ending uh, after a, a, an apron splash, and then right after the win, he got that briefcase back. All is right in the world, uh at least when it
1: comes to Biggie having that contract back in his hands mm-hmm. yep all is exact all is right in the world. Phil is back, and biggie has. The uh, the briefcase back. Um, uh, the show opened with uh, RK Bro versus AJ Styles and Amos. Uh, this is a fun enough match. My notes are so skinny; they're so small. Uh, Riddle towards the finish uh, sent Amos into the LED ring post thing to get him out. Randy meanwhile is mixing it up with AJ on the inside. Randy gets inside the ring. Randy hits an RKO on AJ Styles. For three. Was there any tease? I was sort of, I guess, happening. Was there any tease between AJ and Amas in terms of uh, Not any noticed, discord? No. That'll probably start tomorrow. Then.
3: Yeah, they'll, they'll probably start unraveling uh, tomorrow. I mean, it seemed like the story of this one is is Riddle got isolated for a good long while. Gets that hot tag to Orton. He basically wins the match for him, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So uh, next we got Eva Marie versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, Lily played a pretty significant role in this bout. So when Alexa comes to the ring, she puts Lily on the top turnbuckle. At one point, Eva has the upper hand. She grabs Lily off the top turnbuckle, starts slapping it around, smacks Bliss with it. Bliss screams at her, goes on a run. She picks up Lily and holds it up. And this whole time, like, Eva Marie's, like, given dewdrop crap. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so Bliss uh, hits the drop toe toehold, uh, sends Eva Marie into the corner. Uh, Bliss misses Twisted Bliss. Uh, Eva Marie goes to the cover, Bliss kicks out and then Bliss kicks Eva Marie right in the gut Files DDT for the win uh, afterwards Eva Marie rolls to the floor kind of at Dewdrop's feet uh, Dewdrop calls for the mic and says the loser of this match is Eva Marie and then puts on her rope
1: yeah, kind of interesting they didn't really go for any uh, supernatural shenanigans here I figured that'd be the case pretty straightforward stuff I mean, I, I feel like they still kind of have to cover up Eva Marie's lack of actual wrestling ability um, which is fine. I think she does good work as a heel. And uh, I thought that the uh, moment where uh, Piper would turn on her, stand up for herself, would be a bit more impactful. But I did enjoy. I thought she was good on the mic saying, and the loser of this match. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see uh, what happens on Raw on Monday. Yeah, White Brownie corrected me. Tomorrow's not Monday. Tomorrow's Sunday. I know. It's uh, so weird having a, a main roster pay-per-view on a Saturday. I can't wait, man. Tomorrow's going to be fun. That Walter Ilya match. That'll get me back, and if Phil got me into wrestling. Uh, Becky's return and Bianca sort of got me down. Tomorrow, Walter Ilya, oh, oh, get you right back up. Yeah, man. Uh, speaking of back up, Sheamus and Priest are up for their oh, match hold on. next. You don't want to talk about this
3: uh, RK Bro interview d- as done by Mario Lopez? Think I left the room? What was the bulk of this interview? Uh, uh, Orton says they're back. It's gonna be spoof sailing. Because the three most dangerous letters are K-Bro. Mm-hmm. Riddle says, Randy was excited tonight. Just wait till he see the, sees the surprise I have for, in store for him on Raw.
1: That might be pretty good. I like these guys together. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Damien Priest and Seamus. Uh, no words still on if Sean Ross Sapp asked Priest about the Larson Donut story, but we'll hear hopefully about that soon. Hopefully. hopefully. Uh this is a really really good solid match says right here in my notes solid match. Uh the finish saw Sheamus with Priest in a heel hook. Uh and uh Priest uh sort of hulks out a little bit, rips off Sheamus's mask, uh, gets him out of the uh the, the the submission and then hits a reckoning for three new national champion. Yeah. Damian Priest.
3: Damian Priest. Yeah, it was a good hard-hitting match. Uh, uh we'll get a a rematch on Raw though maybe be better because especially like the first I don't know half of the show kind of felt rushed
1: it did yeah totally it did,
3: because yeah. initially we thought okay I think they announced that hey the, the this this pay-per-view will be done by 8 o'clock yeah. you know because there's a Pacquiao fight they want to give people time to get from the stadium to the arena to watch the fight apparently they changed their mind because the show didn't end until after 9 o'clock Pacific so
1: yeah, uh, yeah. No, I did. It seemed like they were rushing through this stuff. Um, yeah, they'll have probably a, a raw rematch where uh, raw rolls on at least two times.
3: Yeah, probably give them twenty minutes. Uh-huh. Uh, after that, we had a they uh, had the Mysterios backstage. Dom is apologizing for what happened on SmackDown, uh, getting caught by the ref trying to cheat, and Ray was like, "Hey, just focus on tonight. You know, we're not going to quit." Uh, he asks if uh, Dom is ready to bring those tag titles back to their family and Dom says I am
1: Yes. Uh, Yes. before that we had uh, Tiffany Haddish presenting the new national champion Damian Priest basically just said Seamus is a bully so uh, this win is all the sweeter now I'm United States champion mentioned uh, growing up in a he mentioned his neighborhood I think yeah, I think so. <laughs> After that, we had uh, we so we, we talked about this. We actually went through it step by step. This is supposed well, to hold be hold on, hold on. You, we skipped over mistakes. you skipped
3: over the Mysterios versus the Usos,
1: the actual match. I actually skipped over that entire match. Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. Anyways, right that's my notes fine. Here, writing my notes. Usos versus Mysterios. Oh, you didn't write anything for that match. Okay, <laughs> fun stuff. It was uh, a solid bout. It was a solid
3: bout, but again, it felt really short. Again, to see like a scenario, even though the Usos are already beaten. Uh, the Mysterios twice. This is the first time clean, I guess, uh, that uh, we wouldn't be surprised if we get another match on SmackDown with Usos win again, and that's when the Mysterios finally fall apart. Uh, finish this uh, uh, Ray uh, springboard right into a super kick. Jay falls with a splash. I guess but two count. Dom is going after Jay on the apron. The Jay dumps Dom on the floor. Jimmy misses a splash. Ray hits him with a 619. Uh, hits Jay with a penalty kick, and he goes up top. Uh, Jimmy Gets his knees up while Ray's going for a frog splash. We get a super kick from him. He tags in Jay. Usos hit stereo super kicks and then Jay hits the splash off the top for the win.
1: For the win. Yes. Fun stuff. Good match. Uh after that we already went through the Bianca versus Sasha stuff. Yeah, pretty much beat for beat for beat. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, we totally did. Um, and then we had uh it's funny because I mean the great thing about that whole sequence that I didn't mention was that Bianca the entire time was selling the confusion you know like from Mella coming out she's like gets on the mic okay Sasha at some point we're gonna do this and then Becky comes out she's like what and even when Becky lay, laid out the challenge she was like it took her a while to respond she's like oh yeah oh yeah okay that's fine okay Clock and then manhandle slam, and then you know, she's sitting there, just like, I just lost big blue. <laughs> the hell, yeah. yeah. Uh, after uh, that, after match, that yeah. we
3: had the uh, uh, Gable Stevenson and uh, Tamara Mensa Stock, two uh, gold medal winning Olympic wrestlers, yeah, walk down to the ring,
1: and that was it. They walked into the ring. They're like, they're, they, they disappeared in whatever hole Shinsuke and Boogs fell down. I guess uh, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gable Stevenson looked disappointed that Bianca just got jobbed out too. <laughs> he came out. There was like, there's no chance in hell I'm signing here. <laughs> I know. I know. He's like, he's like, you he probably showed up. He was like, hey, Vince, I saw you brought CM Punk back. he's like, what? No. That was the other company. And he's what watching com- on the monitor as is, 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 is
3: Bianca takes that. Yeah. that loss and was like, he was like, "Hey, you want a know.
1: contract?" <laughs> no, no. Uh, after that, we had uh, Charlotte versus Nikki versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, yeah, like you said, Charlotte. Charlotte dressed as Thanos. Uh, solid match again. This is actually really good stuff. Like there was that moon salt bit to the floor on Rhea and Nikki that looked. Horrifying, but then you see the other angle, and Nikki was okay. Um, yeah, no, it was good stuff. Nikki tapped out to Charlotte.
3: <laughs> yeah, again, you know, if if you if you look at it from the the Marvel Cinematic Universe story they've told, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it seemed like as soon as as soon as Charlotte walked out in Thanos gear, it's like okay, she's winning because mm-hmm. that's 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 the template they're following seemingly, and if that's the template they're following, then Charlotte had to win this one. So Nikki could. I guess now figure out how to actually be actually be a superhero, take down the supervillain.
1: Yeah, I guess so. You know, or, it's just
3: such a weird story where they have the moment, the crowning moment where she beats Charlotte
1: and wins the title happened at like the beginning of act two, you know? Yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. What you're saying is true. It should be the story about how she becomes become a city. It ain't that though. It's just that Vince has given up on it. I saw a video earlier today on Twitter of like Nikki showing up. And uh, and crying because she was like, "Oh wow, SummerSlam, this is great." Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, "This was filmed moments after she was told she's losing that title, and that Vince has given up." She she totally was, yeah. Now Vince wants to go in a different direction. Hold she, up, did you did you skip Gender versus Drew McIntyre too?
3: Did I? Oh wow, I did. Yeah, look at that. That was that was a really short match. Uh, mm. Drew largely dominated the entire time. Yeah, hits Claymore gets the win. Uh, after that, uh, Veer and Shanky hit the ring. Ooh, Drew to, tried to take their
1: heads off with that sword. Yeah, to
3: tend to gender, and Drew gets his sword and swings it at him.
1: My notes are terrible. He takes a swing. My notes are just horrible
3: today. You're trying to make sure the show, the show, make sure the show ended by eight o'clock. Dude, That's what you're. I was for so
1: deflated by that. I was like, I was just racking my brain. I was on Twitter. Man. Yeah. 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 The, yeah I was. I was. I was rooting for gender too. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
3: After that, we had Seth Rollins versus Edge, so it was cool. Seth had some cool gear, Um, and Edge came out to the brood theme at first, came up through the ground with all the fire and smoke and all that, and that was cool Mm -hmm. because the brood's theme is fantastic. Top five theme all time in my estimation. And he takes on like five or ten steps. The lights come down, and he does his normal pose and does a normal theme. I'm like, okay, we got taste. That's fine, but if I hear brood theme, I want that. I want the whole thing. No disrespect to Edge's theme because it's fine. Heard it too many times. Clearly. It's like the
1: Red Hot Chili Peppers by this time. I've heard it too much. Kind of. It's solid, Maybe but I've heard theme. it too much. Because then, if I
3: feel like, all right, the Brew thing's—I know it's a gimmick. The Brew thing is just like, all right, here's a gimmick to do get a cheap pop, and then we'll just move on to Edge, as we know him. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah saw so yeah, all yeah. the talk he had about, oh, I got to find you know the darkness within me and channel that to beat you, Seth. Well, if you really are channeling, come out in the puffy shirt you wore as a member of the Brute, You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Play
1: the whole theme.
3: Yeah, I know Gangrel's yeah. not there. Christian can't be there. Come up with the goblet of blood, all
1: that. Yeah, Give right. the whole nine yards, or don't yeah. bring to me at all. Do the entire thing. Bring. Uh, what was his uh, tag team partner's name? Who's? Edges. It's Christian, man. Yeah, the all other famer. guy in the brood. Bring it. Find out what happened to him. Bring him in. I wonder if he got fat. No, I can confirm he did not. Don't know what happened to that guy.
3: He has all uh, his hair and doesn't have a mustache.
1: I wonder what he looks like bald with a mustache.
3: All <laughs> right, Larson, what happened next? This is a good match. Uh, so uh, early on, Seth is working over Edge's neck, ramming it to a ring post, ramming it to the ring steps, uh, hitting sling blades, uh, and then Edge makes a comeback. He hits a spitting neck breaker off the top, hits an edge Yes, That gets him a two. Yeah. Uh, Seth sends to Edge the second turnbuckle. Uh, edge responds with reverse X-factor. I don't remember what Edge punt he calls that one. That gets him another two. Edge goes up top. Seth jumps up there, hits the superplex Falcon combo for a two count. He sets up for a stomp. Edge dodges that. Seth looks for a pedigree. Edge escapes. Hits a glam slam. Yeah. Shout out to Beth Phoenix. Shout out to his wifey. Gets a two. So uh, Seth drapes Edge's neck across the top rope. Looks for a stomp on the apron. Edge avoids that. Ramps Seth into the ring post. Follows with a spear off the apron to the floor. Uh, back of the ring, he set up for a spear. Seth reverses that to a pedigree. That w- that's always cool when Seth does that. They get Seth the two count. Seth looks for a phoenix splash, misses. Edge it hits a spear. Seth kicks out of that. Edge, shouting out to his best friend Christian, looks for a kill switch. Seth escapes, hits a couple of forearms, to the back of edge's neck. Then a super kick. He's looking for a stomp. Edge catches it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was
3: good. Pushes his dun,
1: foot. Yeah, Superman dun. two moment. Dun, dun,
3: dun. Uh, puts Seth in the Educator. Educator. Yeah, Seth escapes. He rolls up Edge. Edge kicks out, and he puts Seth in the deal. He
1: puts <laughs> he, him in the he puts deal. puts him in the deal. He's in the deal, but the deal yeah. doesn't finish him off. It's like sort of a different version of the deal. Well, because Seth pries out
3: of that, and Edge starts slamming Seth's head into the mat like six, seven, eight times. I lost count. Yeah. And then does a modified deal to get the
1: win. Yeah, modified deal got the win. He should yeah. call that something. Well, I mean, the, the deal is the name. That's the best name for it. It is, yeah, but all of his moves have some edge involved in it. So he's turned to the, the edge deal. I don't know what it is, man. Anyways. Anyways, they announced that Money of the Banks could be in Vegas next year. I think at a, at Allegiant Stadium in July, but we're all avoiding July Fourth weekend. Yeah, but we're gonna go there in May for Double or Nothing. Have some fun at the roulette table, oh, hopefully. Hopefully. Oh hopefully. man, we're gonna be in the uh, 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 the the Ligma variant by that time. <laughs> it might be the Beaufit variant. Is it the yeah, Beaufit well, variant or the yeah, Ligma I variant? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. My uh, it's gonna be a meme. Double or nothing plans, and then Ligma variant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> After that, we got, for
3: some reason, Miz TV on a, a on a major four pay-per-view. This shouldn't be happening. Um, so I guess during the kickoff show, Miz drove up in a truck with some bottled water company. And so uh, they come out and say, hey, this party's looking dry. We have a new uh, water squir- squirting apparatus. Something to keep in mind. I'm, I'm guessing Miz and Morrison didn't know that that at this point early in the show, apparently the concession system in the stadium stopped working. Yes. It was cashless. And so it was yeah. all used cards, stadium. The, the thing, it just didn't work. The deal stopped working. The deal Stop definitely working. stopped working. <laughs> stopped working. So, man, I, I heard, I heard, we heard somewhere that they were giving out some free stuff. Um, and anyway, so they have this new uh, water squirting apparatus, drip stick 2000. And Miz is like, all right, show it, show it off, John. And John's like, I don't have it. You have it. Xavier Woods, who's just some
1: great, a uh, uh, Scott Hall inspired game. Yeah, look, it was like it was like it was a cool fantastic. combo of Scott Hall and Razor Ramon. Yeah. Like it was like a Rawgate version of both personas. Yeah,
3: and he has it and it's like a, a Ghostbusters proton pack but it's got a water jug in back. You know yeah, it was huge. It was pretty massive. Like a full size one you find in the office. And so he walks to the ring and it's like hey I grabbed this from your truck. Miz wants it back and Wood says well let's get a second opinion he does. He says survey time. Much like Scott Hall did in WCW. WCW. And so he asked, hey, crowd, do you want me to give this back to the Miz and Morrison? Of course, they say no. And he says, do you want me to score them? And crowd says yes. And uh, he says, one more for the good guys and then squirts.
1: Uh Yeah, it was a pretty impressive stream, too. Uh, Ulysses here texted, said, make sure to mention that the piece, the, 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 the uh, uh, concession system failed, the payment system failed after the second match. And nobody was allowed to buy beer after that. No beer, no spirits. They're at Allegiant. They're, they're, uh, wow. what do they used to call wow. them? Teetotalers. Um, yeah. a couple more variants here being mentioned by chat to be on the lookout the Sugma variant and <laughs> the, the Chokan variant. So keep an eye on those ones. Thank you for recapping Ms. TV on a freaking pay-per-view.
3: There uh, no problem. we got two matches left. Uh, the next one,
1: WWE title bout. <laughs> Did you take notes for this one? Did you write that this match happens to you? you want to hear them? Yeah. Do you want to hear them? They're great. Yeah, sure. Hit me with them. Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg. Goldberg's knee gives out. Ref calls it. Goldberg kid runs in as Lashley destroys his old man. <laughs> and then I just put one star. I didn't even one write star. what happened to the kid.
3: It was an awful match. It was awful. Like this they gotta a, stop. They gotta stop bringing Goldberg in for matches because he he's can't
1: gonna die, man.
3: He's gonna he's, hurt himself, or he's gonna hurt somebody else.
1: Or he's gonna. This is listen, listen, man. This is a legitimate, fucking concern. I don't want to see a guy die. But like that old man is gonna get in the ring and just die at some point. I don't want to see that. I do not want to see that. Yeah. Holy it, crap. I, it's terrifying to see him out there. It really is. it is I know. it's I know. Really, it really
3: scary. Is. it is it really is. it is so I'll, I'll flesh out Steve's notes just a scope. Yeah, well, so uh, Bill started selling knee after Lashley looked for a jackhammer. Bill blocked it, tries for one of his own and uh, or actually, I think he 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 started selling it after he reversed Lashley's. um and later on MVP, hits Bill in the back of his leg with, with his cane and look like uh, Lashley speared Goldberg in his leg. And he's limping around all over the place. He's out on the floor. He barely stand up. Uh, Lashley rams in the ring post a couple of times. Uh, Goldberg gets back in the ring. He can't even stand up. Rest like, all right, call the match. It's over. And so Lashley gets a chair and takes it to the back of Goldberg's leg. This starts wrecking him with the chair. And Gage, Goldberg's, Goldberg's son, jumps in on Lashley's back lashley gets him off and puts him in the hurt lock and mvp calls to the mic it's like hold on lashley didn't know who that was he didn't know it was goldberg's son who ran the ring and goldberg uh, goes over and crawls over to cover up gage and mvp just says and you're still your champion almighty bobby lashley
1: yeah um yeah yeah uh, there was that one part also when you mentioned mvp hitting goldberg with the cane Goldberg like waited a good three seconds before he was like, Oh wow, that's supposed yeah. to hurt. Hey, what? Hey, ow. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that was a mess. And then Goldberg afterwards, yeah, he got on top of his kid and he <laughs> 69 me, Don. He got on top of his kid and was like, oh, I'll kill you, Bobby. I think he said that, I think he was like, I'll kill you. Oh man. But like, yeah, I MVP mean, was like, hey, fan comes at you've seen what hey, that's what we're gonna watch on Thursday on the Smash Zone. Some of that shit were like Triple H and Austin are about to have a match and the fan runs in at like a house show and then they just, Triple H starts kicking his head endlessly. <laughs> they beat the heck out of that guy.
3: They really did. Uh, then we got our main event for the Universal title, John Cena versus Roman Reigns. John Cena's strategy was early roll-up. He yeah. went for a lot of roll-ups throughout yeah. this match, especially early Roman keeps. So the, the pattern was Cena goes for roll-up, Reigns kicks out. Uh, he beats up Cena a little bit. Uh, Reds repeat for a good stretch. One point, Reigns has upper hands. He's standing on the ring steps, holding the universal title. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then eventually, uh, uh, Cena starts uh, hitting some AAs. He hits one after a five-knuckle shuffle. Roman kicks out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cena puts him in the STF. Roman gets the bottom rope. Uh, uh, Cena AAs Roman through the announce table. Uh, That only gets him a two, though. Eventually, later on, he hits another AA from the top rope. That gets him a two. And then Cena's looking for a spear of his own. Instead, he runs into a kick from Roman. They're trading some strikes. Roman hits a pair of Superman punches, and Roman follows that those punches with spear to get the win. And then he's celebrating a bit. Out Now comes Brock.
1: His weird face app, ponytail and beard and he's like a weird, like a it was like a wasn't a Suplex City shirt. It was like a tight tank top it's like steve hey it was my fit it was my vegas fit he stole it tank top well he didn't have well he was tucked into his jeans <laughs> yeah i was i plan on tucking he, mine into my jeans he didn't have a fanny pack yeah part of your well he didn't, for he didn't come out with one but you know backstage yeah. he totally had a fanny pack could have could have that could shit have. happened could um, have. and so he
3: just comes out has a, a stare down with roman and Heyman kind of uh goes to the apron and he was he's crying he's crying yeah and and yeah. so Heyman and, and Roman leave and then the show just ends with Brock in the ring. Apparently though, after the show showing
1: off the air, uh, Brock just went and, and suplexed John Cena all over went the place. nuts on John Cena. Yeah. Suplex city. Suplex city. So this will be interesting. I'm looking forward to this. I said this before. I'm looking forward to Rome. The new dynamic between Roman and Brock with mm-hmm. Heyman. What side is he going to pick? Well, are we going to get some sort of kayfabe explanation as to when Heyman left Brock and you know, approach Roman or is that gonna to be told in the in the pages of a Boom Studio comic book? I'd like to know that stuff. Um so <laughs> Asian Asian Murray here says Brock gave him the Stroke So that's a you know, possibility, that variant, the Strokma variant. But uh anyways, <laughs> yeah, Brock. random Xerox says Brock returned with Dean Ambrose gear. <laughs> it looked like Dean Ambrose sized yeah. shirt too. <laughs> Yeah, I it know. was so I tight. Know. You could it see really every was. ripple of his nipples. Virtually. Um, <laughs> anyways, that's going to do it for us. What a goofy ass review for a goofy ass show. Yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Twitch chat, stick around. We're going to shout out some of these subs yep. and send you on your way to a different Twitch channel via raid. Uh, yeah, hang out with us tomorrow night. Are we going to do over at YouTube or takeover on Twitch? <laughs> Let's do it on that's Twitch. Whatever. Twitch is more fun. Twitch is more fun. Yeah, we'll right, do it Twitch on Twitch. Fun. There we go. Thanks. (laughs) Twitch is fun Confirmed. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
2: Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality,